everybody knows what a brand is and everybody knows what a website is. But when I got to the nitty gritty of it is, is the strategy part. Nobody, <laughs> that shouldn't say nobody, but most people don't understand the deep strategy yeah. that goes into it and how that brings ROI to you or how that works for you when you're sleeping and continues to build and grow. Welcome to the Online Creator Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tradewell, founder of May & James Co., a creative digital company. Building a brand is about human connection. I am here to help you articulate your story through strategy, development, and execution. I believe that anything is possible at any age and at any stage of business. The only limits we have are the ones that we place on ourselves. I want you to feel like you are supported, not alone, and that you are able to take action quickly. On this podcast, expect to hear interviews from a wide range of guest speakers, bite-sized solo episodes from myself, bingeable episodes that will give you insights, different perspectives, and actionable strategies to help you reach your goals personally and professionally. Now let's get into the show. Miranda is a branding and WordPress website design strategist, plus a wife and mama of three. She partners with ambitious female entrepreneurs to design results-driven websites with a brand that captivates and inspires their audience. As a strategic branding and website designer who creates custom brands and websites that are optimized to convert traffic into leads, it's her goal to make sure that you have a website that reflects your identity, values, while speaking to and capturing the attention of your audience. Welcome to the conversation, Miranda. Hi, Miranda. I'm so excited that you've joined me this morning for a conversation to get into all things like web design really excites me because I have a little history in design as well. So I'm so excited and happy that you're here today. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to be here and I'm very appreciative that you have me here today. Yeah, for sure. So let's dive into the conversation. The first question I ask my guests is, how have you leveraged your voice in business? And maybe it looks a little different from where you started to where you are now. Absolutely. I think that's something that definitely continues to transform and grow as you start an online business or probably any business, really. So it's definitely changed. I think with where I'm at now, I really take to heart and first of mind to build the no like, and trust factor. Even talking with clients, I really push the importance of that because I feel like without that, you don't have, you, you essentially lose everything and, and lose out on a lot of opportunities. So with building no like, and trust, we'll start with no. I mean, if somebody doesn't know about you or your audience that you're looking to serve doesn't know about you, how are they going to purchase from you? How are they going to, you know, want to work with you? So you have to build that visibility and that credibility and just really get out there who you are as a person, as a business owner, and somebody to work with. And then going into the like part, you're also continuing to build that credibility and being able to be relatable and just overall liked. 
And I think that naturally attracts people when you're doing that. I think it naturally attracts the people that you want to work with, the same type of people. And then going into the trust factor that builds credibility, that builds expertise, that builds um, that you know what you're doing and that your processes and everything that you created is going to serve them and serve them well. And when you have all of that package together, then you start getting the consistent sales, you get the repetitive clients, you get the recommendations and the people that are referring back to you. Yes, you did such a good job explaining the value and importance of relationship building. And and I don't see that going away. I think more and more of us want to get to know who we are working with in some way, shape or form before we decide to, you know, purchase an offer, purchase a strategy plan, or work with someone in a retainer model. It's a lot of trust. And the online industry is so different than, you know, traditional brick and mortar. So building that relationship with your potential new clients is so important. How have you done that in your business? Definitely just building genuine connections. You know, I'm an introvert naturally. I tend to steer clear of conversations. And, you know, if I run into people at the grocery store that I know, I kind of dodge them. And that's not like trying to be mean or because I dislike them or like we had, I'm just naturally an introvert. So that's been a harder struggle in online business owner for me. And it's just forced me to make those genuine connections. And when I connect with people, whether that's, you know, on Facebook groups where I'm answering questions that I have, I feel good value to. Or on Instagram, I see somebody's stories that I can relate to. I reach out. I reach out without any idea of this could be a potential client in the future or this person might, you know, buy something from me. It's just I relate to it. I want to talk about it. And you have a question. I have that answer and I want to give that value for nothing. So that's been a huge focus and a huge turnaround for me within my business and just continuing with building that know, like, and trust and always having that at the forefront along with the consistency of my brand and who I am and my business and what I serve and how I want to help others. Definitely mm-hmm. that mission, vi- mission, vision, and value making sure that's clear and that I'm, it's always changing too. I feel like sitting in that, I've done that a lot lately, coming into the new year is sitting in those and making sure everything is aligning and staying that in that consistency. Oh, you said a few good things there for sure. One in particular that I want to first start with is the fact that you're you're starting conversations genuinely. And I think that really comes across because people know when it's forced. And, yeah. and that doesn't feel right. And just a natural conversation, like actually bringing value is so important. And it's just such an easy place to start. And if you think about marketing your business that way, then it's not so much work because I tend to be, I tend to be more introverted too, but I, I would feel like I'm a little bit of both because when I get comfortable in a comfortable setting, then, you know, you can't shut me up sometimes. <laughs> I get a little <laughs> excited, but then I, I also agree with ex- that exhausted, right? Like, When I'm really high with someone in high energy, 
the next day, like I really need to book my calendar so that it gives me like at least a good chunk of the day where it's just Kim time, alone time, whether I'm just okay. doing quiet work behind the scenes. But yeah, because I'm exhausted from that high I energy, agree. right? Yeah. But yes. It, but the other thing, too, is that I don't know if you can relate to this, but I always feel like I have always been behind the scenes, you know, always, you know, creating doing something in my job where it made the client, you know, the client is, is in the limelight and that's what I want. I don't, I don't necessarily feel like I need to be. So it's hard to market myself and my business because that's all I've ever known. Does that I make agree sense? with that. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And I'm the same. And even just in my journey of this business, I started in VA, went to social media management, and learned very quickly that I liked the behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. I don't like to be at the forefront. I like the design and all of that. So I think going into the branding and website design fed that so much more. And I agree with that. Yeah. And it's so, yeah, it's a real switch, you know, for us personally, I think, to be able to overcome whatever type of personality we may have to be able to lean into that and feel comfortable showing up as who we are to be able to market and promote in a way that we can keep showing up for. Because I think if we try to force anything different, we're, we're going to burn out and we're not going to continue work in this Absolutely. Industry. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's really, really good. The other thing that you talked about is your mission and value and really aligning yourself with others. Because I think if you keep talking in that alignment, those are the people that you're going to attract. And I don't want to sound, you know, hokey but I think it's really it, it really does it really does show so like it can show so many different ways the way we speak in our copy the way we are presented it really does attract those people and how cool is that that we get to also be a part of that relationship like if we know that it's not the right feel we can say no as uh, just as much as the client can has that ever Absol come across or happened to you yeah absolutely I think over and over to be honest I think, and I talk a lot with my clients in this exact area, because when you bring a brand and a website into it, you're bringing all of those pieces, I think, together in one. You're bringing who you are, who your business is, and all of those pieces along with your ideal client and the type of people that you would like to work with and mm -hmm. attract that their aesthetic or attract them to your aesthetic in your branding. And you kind of have to plug all of that together to create your brand. Um, and then you go into the website and it's the same thing. I talk a lot about the journey of the website. You, somebody clicks on your website, what are they seeing first? That's their first impression of who you are, who your business is, and if they're even in the right place. So it has to be really strong from the very beginning. And then you have to take them on this journey of where to go next and, and to give them the information that they need to learn about you and do that whole no, no like, and trust factor. It always goes back to that. I mean, I'm one that if I don't trust someone or a business, I'm not going to spend my hard-earned money on them or whatever they're trying to sell. If I have a friend that I know is going to give me what I need and, and is going to give me my money's worth, I'm going with them because I know them, I like them, I trust them. So that's a big factor. But yeah, bringing all of those pieces together is huge, not only 
in the brand and website, but in a business as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. So you just kind of started kind of going in that direction of website development. And I want to start diving into that because I know you are a firm believer in that and you spoke on it already, but the relationship between a consumer and a product or brand through emotions. Can you explain how you represent a client's emotions through a website build? Absolutely. And just a little background on me. I worked (laughs) um, a previous nine to five with an interior designer. So I did a lot of color consultations and just interior design consultations. And I think it's very similar. So I think that's why I was attracted to it. And I felt Mm kind of at home with it because I really did like that job and doing what I did. Um, So when you look at just brand psychology, you look at colors, you look at photos, and even text. It, when they're done in a certain way or pick a certain color or a certain photo, you start thinking about certain memories. You bring emotions start arising. You know, yellow, they say, is happy. Blues tend to be calming and relaxing. But you put a beach picture, you have a lot of blues in there. And you think beach is calming and relaxing. If you have, you know, bolder colors in, you know, a country that has, like Mexico tends to have really bright, bold colors, you kind of feel excited. You can maybe even feel a little overwhelmed. But all of these emotions start coming when you see these things. So that definitely is a huge factor when creating a brand. I talk to my clients about what they like and what kind of feelings they want to bring out. But I also talk about their ideal client also, because again, we're attracting those types of people to their aesthetic. But I want my clients to love their brand also and be happy about it and want to share it. So it's bringing two pieces of the puzzle together. And there's definitely a lot of importance about breaking all of that down. That's so cool. How do how do fonts fit in with all of the colors and the aesthetics? So with fonts, I think I see so, so many websites that, you know, are on Squarespace or Wix that mm-hmm. it was a DIY scenario. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I won't knock them. They're there for a reason. Not everybody has a budget right off the bat to hire a designer. And I totally get that. I've been there. But a lot of times I see it like, reading a book it's like reading a novel and I feel like for certain people some people are okay sitting there reading through it word for word but others I think are scanners and they you know kind of always on the go ready ready for the next thing so they scan quickly to kind of get the information that they need and when you use text in a variation you can bring out certain pieces of a paragraph we'll say And you can bring attention to it and highlight it for those that do that scanning and it kind of jumps out to them. And that's the most important information you want somebody to see. So definitely using that drawing of the eye to what you want them to know the most. Yeah, I think fonts play such an important role too. And interesting, it can be just as powerful as the colors you choose. Do you, when you work with a client setting up all this, I love that you have an interior design like background (laughs) and because I I just really know that that would play in your favor. Like you said, just that whole creative side of 
tying everything together. And I don't think we all have that. So that's a real huge asset that you have when you are starting with a new client. How does this all like developing all the brand colors relate to all the ways that they market? Is it almost like a package that they can take when they work with you developing that whole piece? Like I'm just thinking about how they market themselves off of their website. Can they take all that goodness and have it repurposed into all the other places they market themselves? Absolutely, because I think being consistent in all of your platforms and wherever your branding is, you need to have it. I think that consistency creates that credibility. So 100%, you want to be consistent wherever it goes. And with me, when I create, I give the brand board or the mood board as an overall picture but I send over files of everything. So I give color variated logos. So even white and black, I give, there's three of those. And then I give the hex files for the colors. So all of that is sent over. So it's super easy once you have that, those files to just plug it in wherever it needs to go. Give it to your VA if that's, you know, if you have one of those so that they have it and they can plug it in your social media manager, it can all be exported to whomever, wherever, so it can be used. Okay. You had mentioned that you're not only developing your brand and your emotion for who you are and what you represent, but also to the ideal client that you're trying to, you know, target. How does that work? Because I I find that super fascinating and I totally believe when you say that, but I'm just wondering, like, how does that work? Because your style, like maybe your high energy, bright colors, how do you know that's going to reflect and represent you well to attract those ideal clients into your world? I think it sounds kind of difficult, but I don't think it's as difficult because I find that most people want to work with similar like people. So Mm -hmm. even me, I want to work with others in my realm. Others that are, you know, I don't mind if somebody's more outgoing than me, but I don't want somebody that's more corporate-y than me, if that makes sense. Gotcha. So the feel that it evokes. Yes, I think, and it tends to be very similar. But in my process, I have a questionnaire that I give my clients and that they fill out and that talks about their selves, their business, their goals, and their ideal client. Mm -hmm. And then I have them create a Pinterest board as well. And that gives me the visual likes of from them. And then we kind of go through the meeting and we talk about all these different things. And put it together because even sometimes what they talk about in the questionnaire doesn't always match what they see visually. So I've seen that kind of differ. And then we talk about bringing it all together. But yeah, I think most of the time it's not as difficult as it may sound because I think there's a lot of similarity there anyway. No, that totally, totally makes sense. How How is a custom brand different than, let's say, a template mock-up? Like someone that was starting out doesn't have a huge budget and just is going to try to DIY it. Like how, how does the custom brand, how is it? I mean, I think you explained it, but if somebody was just starting out, how, maybe I'll switch that question. How could they make a more of a generic template mock-up for their website, be more personalized when they're just starting out? Definitely some of the stuff that we talked about, kind of thinking about the other factors as far as 
who you're trying to work with and what they may feel aesthetically pleasing. Definitely in your copy is a huge thing. Kind of speaking to them where they're at. Speaking to them as I understand the problem that you have and here is how I can help you. Which all of that mindset was very difficult for me to kind of switch gears to. It took me a long time to do that. But I do think there is huge success in having that mindset when you're creating things like this. Definitely going into the brand and doing a little extra on the typography and not just the copy and paste. Definitely being consistent within your brand. Um, All of those little things that aren't, you know, too difficult, but just maybe taking a little bit extra time to, to plug those in. I'm going to let you in on a little secret, private audio feeds. This means you can take the audio from content you've already created and share it with your paying customers. With Hello Audio, you can create private audio feeds in minutes. Check out the show notes for the link or go to helloaudio.fm for more information. Okay, and let's say, you know, we've got a budget now and we're ready to, we've already DIY'd it and it doesn't look great. We're not happy with it. Do you take clients on that are ready for a revision? Do you have any recommendations for what that could look like? Or is that just, you know, you take clients at any stage and are excited to work with them? I guess, is it more difficult when they have already kind of had an idea or does it really matter? So I do take clients at all levels. I've taken them just for branding. I've taken them for full branding and website refresh, just a website refresh. I do take them kind of wherever they are at. And I like the challenge of that. I think it kind of switches things up for me for right now. But I see a lot, again, of the DIY versions where this is what I did when I first started, whether I'm not happy with it or it doesn't show where I am today in my business. I've seen that a lot where I've grown or I've pivoted and it just doesn't reflect all of that. So I think for somebody that's in that position, it's just another stepping stone. I think you have to make a plan at some point to say, okay, this is important because I think website is so important in continuing your marketing and continuing for growth and kind of having that as a tool that's working for you 24-7. I think that's, you know, if you're you're at that point, it's it's a good point to be at. Absolutely. And it's pretty exciting when you know you can like invest in your business to, I guess, bring more of your personality to the forefront. Like you said, you evoke more of your emotion and who you are. And it's just exciting to be able to see, you know, ourselves evolve and be able to grow into more of what we were kind of thinking and envisioning and, and being able to hire someone like yourself to be able to really support that because we aren't the expert in all the things. And even though there's a lot of us solopreneurs out there or, you know, teams, small teams that we just take on all these things and think that we can do it, sometimes have to realize that we just are not going to do the best job if we try that. Yeah, I mean, 
I have run into that, like I said, a, a bunch of times of, yeah, I mean, technically you can do it. They have platforms in there that, you know, make it as simple as it, it can be for you. But I definitely feel like they lack a lot of the strategy behind it. And that's where someone like me, a designer who has that strategy knowledge that can walk you through it, not only are you not having to spend the time on learning how to implement and then implementing on top of it, I mean, it's definitely worth it when you can make it a goal and you're at that point for sure. Uh, speaking from experience, I DIY'd my first one. I worked with a designer for about a year developing WordPress designs. I learned a ton. It was really good value. And then I kind of dove into the show it world and that's where I'm at now. But honestly, like building, having a strategy, working with clients and, and building that foundation for whether it's your copy, whether it's your website, whether it's your YouTube channel, whether it's your content plan, whether it's your podcast platform, the strategy is so important. And like really the most important piece of the whole entire thing, whatever you're building, you need to have a strategy, a good foundation in order to build up from there. So I love that you said that. And honestly, I find the strategy sessions, I don't know about you, but I love the strategy sessions. They are like, probably my most favorite thing to do with a client when we first start out. Absolutely. I think from day one, my my favorite piece is meeting new people and having great conversation and just, you know, learning about others and their businesses and just all of that. So that's always been a top favorite of mine. But yes, the strategy point, and this was even a little bit of a struggle when I transitioned into branding and website. You know, I kind of had this idea of, well, everybody knows what a brand is and everybody knows what a website is. But when I got to the nitty gritty of it is, is the strategy part. Nobody, <laughs> that shouldn't say nobody, but most people don't understand the deep strategy um, that goes into it and how that brings ROI to you or how that works for you when you're sleeping and continues to build and grow. Um, yeah, so I definitely find excitement and passion in teaching that to others and explaining that. And I see a lot of light bulbs go off and they're like, oh, yeah. yes. So that piece, along with saving time doing it yourself, I can't even tell you how many hours I lost learning on my own because there are so many components to it. It's not just cut and dry. And yeah, when you're first starting out, like a template's fine. But if you want it to do exactly what you just said there so eloquently, if you want it to pay off while you're sleeping, you need to do it the right way. And if your time is valuable, which our time is the most valuable asset that we have, hiring someone that's an expertise in their field only, only makes sense. So I appreciate that you said both of those things because I think it's strategy and saving time are huge. Yeah, absolutely. And things are always changing and platforms mm -hmm. are always changing. And this new trend is happening and things like yes. that. And, you know, when you hire somebody, I may not know right off the bat. I don't know everything. I continue to learn and it's technology. It probably will teach me something new all the time. One thing, I love learning new things. I love learning new techniques and things like that. But when you're hiring a designer, you're having them do that legwork for you and just giving you the results. Yes, that's so, so important to hear. 
So much good stuff. Is there anything that I missed in our conversation before I ask where people can find you to work with you? No, I don't think so. I think that really covers a lot. I think all the important factors and and the top priorities when thinking about branding and leveraging your voice and website design and all of that as a whole. Perfect. Where can people find you? So I am mostly on Instagram at Miranda Lynn, which is L-I-N Doyle. And I am on Facebook as Miranda Doyle and it's branding and website design. And then I think, oh, my website, which I talk a lot about this and I am on the path of redesigning my own. So hopefully not too much judgment there because I judge myself every time I look at it, but it is (laughs) Miranda-Doyle.com. Listen, I held off on this (laughs) podcast forever because of exactly that. Well, first of all, I just put client work first and, you know, family life and everything else. And then... I, I I felt that same thing. I'm like, well, it has to be at a certain level because this is what I do and what I represent. And then it yeah, just that- sat there again. And then I just <laughs> literally silently hit publish because if I didn't do it that way, I would never have had this. I would never have done it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And that's like my website. Again, it's like I did it at the very beginning of everything and then mm-hmm. it has it's just been clients first and kids first and yes it's just always life. one thing or another so I've finally started to work on my own it's probably gonna oh, be a little bit you. slower than I want to oh, that's but okay. that's okay so that's I totally like my okay. Insta- my Instagram it stays on updated all the time so yeah that's where it's at absolutely and it's a great place to be able to connect with with other entrepreneurs as well for sure So before I let you go, I always like asking a couple of quick rapid fire questions. No, like, don't think too much into it. It's just for fun. What is some great advice that another online entrepreneur has given you to be where you're at today? Has that happened? Yeah, I mean, I think I've met a lot along the way that have really helped me grow. You know, I got into this not thinking how much on a personal level you have to kind of work through and learn about yourself. I thought, well, this is just all business stuff, right? But as an introvert or that's not usually a person to put herself out there or believe in myself or just all these kind of things that I never really had to pay attention to, I've had to pay attention to. So I think giving yourself those time periods to just work on it and acknowledge it and kind of see what you can do to better yourself. I think learning confidence and taking that time to kind of be a little bit therapeutic in a sense. I was surprised at how much on a personal level this stuff played a factor. Isn't it? Oh my gosh. And I think you mentioned (laughs) earlier that you've been kind of sitting in your mission and vision, uh, kind of revisiting it. And I did that this past summer. And then I gave myself a little bit of a hard time because I took a little too much time in that and too much time off. But I needed that. I needed yes. that to enable to be energized and for life and to show up as, as Kim, as a mom, as a wife, and as an entrepreneur, because there's so many different hats that we wear. And it's, it is, it's a lot of personal growth. Yeah, I mean, you kind of go into it thinking, oh, well, I'm going to work less hours and make more money. I mean, yeah, that sounds great. But there's also 
the ability to fall into a hole and have a hard time getting out of it. Like you have to be disciplined and give yourself that grace and that you are your boss and you don't have somebody telling you, okay, you need to take a day off. It's no, I need to take a day off and you have to allow yourself to be in that position and give that to you. And and I think it's a process of learning and recognizing when those times come up. Yes, and it can be a lonely journey. <laughs> yes. I think it's that's it, why it's so important to reach out to other online entrepreneurs because they understand. Yes, absolutely. I was going to agree with that 100%. I think there was a big switch for me making those genuine connections and just having normal conversations and relating to people on, you know, motherhood or businesshood or all of the spaces that you're in. That makes a huge difference. So definitely on a marketing level, yes, but on a personal online business owner part too. Yes. So on those days that get really frustrating and are exhausting, how do you lift yourself up? Because you are in such a creative field. How do you maintain that level of creativity and excitement in your business? I think just being able to be creative is helpful, but definitely just unplugging for sure. And kind of, you know, again, it's almost like that self-talk. Like, I know what I know and I'm good at what I do and I'm able to get through this. I may need to take a half a day and spend it with my family or, you know, any other little thing that makes me happy and feel good and just kind of have that break and then go back in it with a better mindset. We have hard days. It's just, it is what it is. And whether it's in business or a day of three kids at home because they were off school yesterday. <laughs> you know, just figuring out what works for you, whether it's reading a book, going for a walk, and just finding those and making sure you're implementing it the best you can. And talking about reading a book, is there a book or a podcast that you read that you would highly recommend? Or do you just kind of listen or read for purely for entertainment? I love the idea of reading books. I have never been one to actually do it. I yeah. tend to be a busybody, especially mentally. So to sit and read a book, I'll go through a page and be like, what did I just read? So I am more of a podcast list. I think the Jen Aldwood show is a really good one. I've got Kristen Smith. She's a more on the business side of things and kind of just fun ones. What are some fun ones? I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Like me, I have a Rolodex of podcasts, so I have, I they're do. mainly for self-development and learning, but there are a few that are just, oh my gosh, like <laughs> so fun because it might be like somebody they listen to that has a serious podcast, you know, at the beginning of the week and then maybe on the Friday they have the off the cuff, like 10 minute like wrap up version that are so fun. Yes, um, but yeah. I do have one. My fun one is you, me and Mike. And this is, she does an HD HGTV show and it's no reno demo but her and her husband just started a podcast this fall and I love it it's just they have three kids they're in the midst of kind of where I'm at and she's you know very comical and just lighthearted, and that's a good one that's just kind of on that personal level and just fun yes. to listen to Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'll have, uh, I will have those absolutely listed in the show notes and I will be checking, well, I'll be checking them all out, but <laughs> I'm always kind of on the, on the hunt for something a little bit more light because I feel like yes. 
I need to give myself a little bit more grace in the new year with not having to learn every day of the week and being able to just unplug in a different way, even when I'm, you know, just listening to a podcast. Cause sometimes I'm yeah, like constantly absolutely. learning and I'm like, listen, you can have a yes. little more fun. Yes. Too. That's so, that's so great. Thank you so much for your time. It was such a pleasure to get to know you better. Actually, one quick thing before we leave, I noticed that you're doing audits. Is that something that's new or is that something you've just released? Absolutely. Yeah. So this is a newer offer of mine. And I was finding that, again, I was running into a lot that were inquiring, but they just didn't have the full on budget. So I was trying to meet some where they're at, where, okay, they've DIY'd and how can I still benefit them and give them value? So I think this definitely goes back to talking about, you know, if they're choosing to DIY because that's where they're at, what can they be implementing into that design? And this goes into that. So, you know, having them create it, come back, we can do the audit, we sit down together go over kind of that mission, vision, and values and bring it all together a little bit. So I had a little bit of that strategy piece, go over their design and give them a video that talks about some of those design aspects that they can implement into it themselves. And then they also get seven-day support on Voxer from me. So that way, obviously, I don't have to rush into it that day that I give them the video but I can kind of support them a few days afterwards if they have any questions. Oh my gosh, that sounds like it packs huge value and the ability to be able to reconnect with you once they implement it. I know that's happened to me. Uh, one of the first investments I did was like a 90 minute strategy call, but there was no component of reaching out after. And I really wish there would have been because some of the things that I had implemented from the call, there was still a couple of burning questions. So I think that's a really nice piece is to have that follow up connection with your client yeah that's yeah that's I think powerful. that's I'm kind of similar to you like I, I want that um, comfort in knowing that I have mm -hmm. that support and I really wanted to add that just to add that extra value and that extra layer of comfort that if anything arises because it's again it's technology things arise mm -hmm. all the time or you know if I didn't explain something in that video that they fully understood that they can come back and question that so that way they're just getting great service all around that'll be that's really really good i will make sure yeah, that that's really, linked as well <laughs> that's exciting awesome yeah i'm really excited about this and i hope it kind of i can help a lot within the 2023 year yeah you know with again others that just quite aren't ready for that full-on designer yeah i agree so cool so cool okay well thank you so much for your time again i appreciate this so many good things to take away from this call and conversation and i look forward to connecting with you in the future. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. I think we definitely filled it with a lot of information. So I'm super excited. Thank you again. Thanks so much for listening into the show. It truly means so much to me. You can check out the important links mentioned in today's episode in the show notes, and please join the conversation over on Instagram at me and James Co. I love hearing from you. There are so many great conversations coming up, so please make sure you are subscribed to Apple or Spotify or any of your favorite media players so that you don't miss out. And if you enjoyed the show today, please share and leave a review and a rating because it helps us so very much. Until next time.